Holy Gospel according to Matthew chapter 11, verses 2 through 11. When John heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk, and the lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, and the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What then are you to go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look, those who wear soft robes are in royal places. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare the way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, not one has arisen greater than John the Baptist. Yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. The Gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. John the Baptist. We talk about John the Baptist during Advent because he is the one who spent his life proclaiming the coming of Jesus. And now we are preparing ourselves for the coming of Christ as a child born in a manger. Last week we heard the words of John the Baptist telling us that Christ is coming and that we should repent to prepare ourselves. This week we fast forward a few chapters in the Gospel of Matthew and we find John in prison. He's there because he told Herod's son that he should not divorce his wife to marry his brother's wife. Go figure. So John finds himself in a dark, cold prison cell. He is allowed to see one of his followers and he sends Jesus a message, a single question. John wants to know if Jesus, in fact, is the coming Messiah, or has John spent his entire life preaching, proclaiming, telling people to prepare themselves for Christ? Has all of that been done in vain? So John waits. We, too, are preparing ourselves for Christmas. I'm sure by now you've bought your Christmas tree, you've decorated your house, maybe you've been to a holiday party or two, and you've done some Christmas shopping. We are preparing ourselves for Christmas. There are tons of Christmas ads on TV, and our world is telling us that Christmas is coming and we should be ready. So naturally, you come to church expecting to hear about Mary and Joseph making their way to Bethlehem, or the shepherd's story or something else to help you get into the Christmas spirit, but instead we hear about John the Baptist in prison, waiting. So we too wait. John the Baptist perhaps is not so excited about the coming of Jesus. 
perhaps he is second guessing his purpose in his life because he's asking Jesus, are you the one who is to come or are we to wait for another? John calls for repentance. And he comes off as this biblical superhero. He's in prison for calling out Herod's son. And he has this perception of this unshakable faith. But he also experiences doubts. What he predicted and longed for has not arrived. For when John announced the coming of God's kingdom and proclaimed Jesus as God's anointed, he expected the world to change. But now he is sitting alone in a prison cell and he waits. I think we find ourselves waiting like John. We are waiting for the fulfillment of this Christmas promise. We prepare ourselves, our lives, our families for the coming of something magical. We sing about it. We read about it. We tell stories about it. And it's not just that Santa Claus is coming to town, but it's the promise of peace on earth and goodwill among all. You turn on any Christmas movie and you see this storyline about doubt turning into faith, about hope lost now is found, about people coming together from all walks of life to join together as one. We hear those stories, we sing those songs, we imagine the possibilities. These possibilities bring us hope, peace, and love. Because if we are honest, we know the hurt all too well. We know anger and resentment that can come this time of year. We remember those who have died. We mourn the jobs that have been lost. And it becomes too clear that we don't always have enough to get by. So we begin to deny the darkness of the season by adding extra candles to the wreath or presents under the tree. We try to steer clear of the hurt and the pain. We may find ourselves relating with John's dark prison cell instead of the angels singing. John waits as his message goes to Jesus, and we wait too. Jesus tells John's disciples a specific message. Jesus tells John the work that he is doing on behalf of the world, the work that will define his entire ministry is so that the blind will receive their sight, the lame will walk, the lepers are cleansed, the deaf will hear, the dead are the raised, and the poor has good news brought to them. Jesus is bringing good news to the world. He's not only serving those who already know him. He wants the world to know about God and the promises that God has made with us all. Even in the midst of difficulties, God shines to tell us that we are loved. God comes to us so that we are comforted. When we feel pain, when we have a hurt, God brings healing and hope. For God and Jesus has not come for the strong and the proud, but the weak and the vulnerable. God and Jesus has come for us. And we can experience the good news, the mercy, the grace, and the love of God in our lives. We may wait, but in waiting, we find hope. The hope comes from the knowledge that a baby born in a manger, a baby who has come into the world, is in fact the light of the world. That Jesus was born to remove the darkness so that the light may shine. 
And so on this third Sunday of Advent, we stand with Christians of all time and ages waiting between the first advent of Jesus born in a manger and the time when he comes again in glory to heal all hurts, right all wrongs, wipe every tear from the eye, and bring peace to all. Waiting is hard, but it's a part of who we are. While we wait, we prepare. We prepare our hearts, minds, our congregations, our homes for a celebration of peace and hope, of anticipation and joy. We celebrate Christ's coming to know that no matter what we are going through right now, Jesus' birth will change everything. Jesus' life and ministry is what connects us to one another. This is what John knew in his heart. But in the midst of the chaos, he began to question. And in his question is a plea for understanding and reassurance. What Jesus tells John and us is that in God's promises, healing comes, peace comes. And because we are empowered to respond to and share God's love, all people may know of God's love in their life. And because of God's promise, we know that we have a God who was, who is, and who is to come. Amen.